It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello and welcome to the Summit Questions. This is the Own Your, Your Health Summit. And uh, we're going to be going through um, Ashley, Melissa, Diana, and um, Judy's questions, I believe, uh, off the top of my head. Um, and so it should be four or five questions. And, um, and yeah, we really just needed a different avenue, a different venue to be answering these questions more in depth because some of them, they require a lot more time. And pretty much all of them require more time to, uh, to explain and not just kind of shrug off. Um, that's not something I wanted to do. I really wanted to take this as a, as a, as a priority and for people who signed up for the summit and had questions and were really looking to, like, how do I take the next step? And, um, you know, maybe you didn't get enough information to be able to take the next step. And this is where um, I'm going to be helping you understand where your next step should be. Yeah, in, in my opinion, as an integrative health practitioner, level two, studied for uh, a little over a year, uh, like every day, eight hours a day, applied information for myself, changed my life, changed my client's life, my family's life. And, um, and yeah, so take my word for it. Don't do your own research. What, uh, whatever, you know, it's up to you. <clears throat> anyway, ultimately, uh, you get all the results, uh, but you also do all the work. So it's kind of... Um, what do you call that? It's uh, it makes sense because if you did all the work and someone else get got the results, uh, you know what's the point? So, uh, first one up is Ashley on social backlash. So, how did each person deal with the backlash from friends and family when they started to voice their opinions that differ from mainstream society? So, uh, first of all, I'd like to say I know who Ashley is. Hello, Ashley, uh, and I'd like to say that it probably sounds from your, the way you're asking the question is that, uh, which should have a question mark on there, but that's uh, no big deal. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, so my family uh, is not very open-minded, probably like most families, because they believe the mainstream narrative. And if they would allow other ideas into the mainstream narrative, you would have, um, their reality would change. So it's, it's a scary idea, it's, it's change. Uh, change is scary for other people. Some people love to, uh, learn to love change, and, and I, I believe I'm one of those people because of it's acquired taste, and I've changed my life so many times. So, um, so yeah. The so I I would say I dive more into communication and learning how to be a better communicator, uh, not only uh, because I'm an integrative health practitioner, a health coach essentially, or um, how I might refer to it later as a health detective. And as I, I dived into it because um, I need, I really need to, to help people as much as possible. So I, if I don't dive into communication, then I won't be able to affect uh, that many lives and I won't be able to get the, as, uh, be able to get the client basically to get them their own results um, due to really good communication. I won't be able to do that. So <clears throat> let me get some water. Excuse me, I've been talking a while. So, <clears throat> all right, and friends and family. So, uh, yes, have I lost uh, friends and communication with friends and family? Yes, I have. Um, but I believe that in, in the long term, 
if I just stay silent, I'm contributing to a, a large, a very large problem. And uh, that problem is uh, is affecting a lot more lives. And I, I feel like it's my obligation to really help people get there. So what I making sure no more. Okay, good. We're good. Um, so learning better communication might be something that you want to uh, dive into. So neurolinguistic programming, um, there's probably more uh, <laughs> psychology and, and, uh, and um, uh, coaching books that you might want to dive into because they help with communication. Um, but uh, we'll just stay with neurolinguistic programming to give you a better answer. So what I've learned from all of the, my new certification I'm working on right now and neurolinguistic programming and what I've learned is that you have to control your energy state first. So you have to not be uh, put off any energy or vibe that you want them to change their mind. Uh, second, because they'll, they'll immediately shut down and become defensive. Um, second, you want to be able to um, deliver your questions in open-ended, um, open-ended neutral terms. So. Uh, for example, let's say you're bringing out vaccines, very heavy topic. Uh, it, it's a career ender for some people, and I don't really mind talking about it because, again, in the overall scheme of things, I I don't want to contribute to a, a problem that's hurting more just millions of people. I don't want to contribute to that. So, um, no offense to anyone else who wants to remain silent, but uh, I just I, I I don't want to do that. Um, so let's say, hey, I, I you pose this question. I've been looking into these um, these manufacturer ingredients, and they don't sound like something you would want to inject. Isn't that weird? Like, do you think those are like there's a a problem with this? Uh, like, what do you think about this um, detergent that um, people are putting into their skin? Or I mean, what if that's a problem? Uh, what about all the people who have been affected by um, vaccines? They've been sued. Uh, for billions of dollars. I'm going to turn the light on. I should have had that on to begin with. My apologies. Um, yeah, why would they pay billions of dollars out to, um, to so many families if they, if they were safe? Um, you know, it's like something like that. Uh, so that you're not saying that no, vaccines are horrible. You're, you, I mean, even though you, you've done your research probably and you're pretty set on your answer, you can't come across that way, it will immediately put people on the defensive. So I hope that helps and I hope my lighting is better. And um, let's move on. Next question. Eucoid plaque. So <clears throat> interesting. So I had to look this one up. Uh, different term, I, I believe, than what I'm used to. Um, basically, it's okay. So Judy ask, or, and thank you, Ashley. So Judy asks, uh, is mucoid plaque real? Should it be removed? What are different ways to remove this waste? So uh, from what I looked up, it seems like a different term for what is referred to as, and I've learned it as, uh, biofilm. Uh, so it's this hard plastic surface that um, microorganisms are in and that your antibiotics, if you have to go on any protocols, uh, mainstream protocols and they use antibiotics um, to get at a bacteria or <clears throat> or yeast or something like that, then um, it, w it won't penetrate that biofilm uh, most likely and it, it would have to be 
uh, maybe an extremely strong uh, antibiotic, but in most cases, they're not even thinking about the um, biofilm. So is mucoid plaque real? Depends on the terminology you use. Maybe you use biofilm, uh, in which case uh, I don't see too many arguments on the internet about and calling uh, biofilm a, a, a pseudoscience. I didn't see any uh, quackery terms on quackery.com. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's um, semantics. It's just names. So um, I believe what you're referring to. Uh, I believe that is real. Um, and, I, and there's biofilm disruptors. So basically, different enzymes that work on different... Let me take a water, a sip of water. Excuse me. So I've been talking. This is uh, two lives and two recordings now. So is mucoid plaque real? Should it be removed? Um, so no. I, if it's a natural part of the body, then it needs to be balanced. I believe um, everything needs to be balanced. So like, let's say you have H. pylori. H. pylori, when you learn about it, sounds horrible and that you shouldn't have it in the body. But everyone actually does have it in the body. They just don't want it to overgrow. So as always, this delicate balance that you're trying to obtain. And um, just because I brought it up, H. pylori is a bacteria that somewhat destroys um, acid-producing cells in the stomach and so it weakens digestion and then it can proliferate, it can keep growing um, because it's, um, acid obviously is not going to be uh, great for that bacteria to grow. So it gets rid of the acid and it can overgrow even more. So, um, but Everybody has a certain amount of H. pylori, you just don't want to overgrowth. Um, should it be, and you want it in the right spot too, so that's the other thing. Um, so should it be removed? If it's biofilm, no, you don't want it to be removed. You want it to be healthy, you want it to be balanced. Uh, what are different ways to remove this waste? Right, so biofilm disruptor, and it's not really about removing, um, because what, any protocol that I've done and I've learned about, when you're using a biofilm disruptor, you're also repopulating or you're, or, you're de or you're detoxing or you should be repopulating anyway with, with either healthy food or you have a, a good um, functional medicine probiotic. So, uh, so uh, next, thank you, Judy. I hope that answers your question. Um, zeolite, zeolite, another one I had to look up. So it's so interesting because so many people, and, and me included, if, if I uh, didn't find the right rabbit hole to learn all this information, I would be just as confused in asking the same uh, questions that are really just not foundational. Not to like disparage anyone who's asking these questions because everyone starts off this way. So I hope you take the next step and you start learning what you should really be focusing on and how you can really help yourself with your particular um, imbalances or issues, whatever you're, you're interested in. And my highest recommendation uh, for books to learn how the body works is uh, The Rainbow Effect by Dr. Stephen Cabral. All proceeds, excuse me, all proceeds go to charity. Um, so awesome book. Hope that uh, I can't see myself while recording. Um, hope that helps you out. Uh, all right. Um, so zeolite, I had to look this up. So I was supposed to help with... Um, detoxification. It seems like a mineral. Uh, it kind of looks like a mineral from the powder form. It looks like that type of supplement and, um, and it helps with detoxification. So what is the purpose of this? So that's kind of like, so not enough information for me to really give you a good 
answer on zeolite um, but I would say it's probably not the first probably doesn't belong in the first year of you uh, getting healthy basically because it's seems like it could be a maybe it's a good add-on I'm not sure I'm not an expert in it uh, but it doesn't to me sound uh, foundational so what's foundational so of course read that book um, but what's foundational is diet exercise uh, toxin removal, um, the yeah, oops, I skipped the letter. Uh, stress reduction, toxin removal, um, rest, emotions, working on your emotions. That's a big one. Maybe it's not the first step you do. Maybe some of these are you know your second or third, but all eight, which I'm going to go over. Um, rest, emotions, uh, supplements, and success mindset. All those things you need to work on first. I believe those are really foundational. And of course, they, um, you know, if there was another letter, I would, I would say water. So really clean up your, your um, I mean, it would be W, maybe. Anyway, so um, clean up your water source. Uh, clean up your environment, basically. That's what de-stress means. You're cleaning up your body and your environment that you're body is in. So um, so I hope that helps. Zeolite may be good. It may, but I don't think it's foundational and you should probably do that later. If that's interest you after you've uh, done your test, your functional medicine tests, and you learn what's really out of balance first. Um, all right. Thank you, Maria. All right. So Next up is Diana asking about spiritual hygiene. So this is something I'm diving more into now uh, because uh, it's kind of like the last few steps um, that I wanted to dive into. It's kind of, um, it's bigger than, than just working on yourself on the outside. So Diana asks, I would appreciate your take on spiritual hygiene I would like to obtain sources of information regarding this and ways to optimize my positive energy field. Um, so different ways of looking at it, but I really, again, like to start with the foundation. Have you started with the foundation, your emotions and your mindset? Your emotions and your mindset really affect your energy field. I'm not really a big expert into energy fields, uh, but I'm going to be start. Eventually, I'm going to be reading it. I think it's in the bookshelves back here. Um, so yeah, so I would want to start on your mindset and emotions. Are you a positive person? Do you have a positive mindset? Uh, even using neurolinguistic programming, what kind of language are you using from a, 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 on a day-to-day -day basis when you refer to yourself, others, um, certain issues and obstacles? How are you handling those? Uh, because the word the words you use affects your energy, your mindset, and your emotions. So. Yeah, I would start there. Uh, as far as maybe you're talking about EMFs and, and, and things like that, um, there are some products that help with that, um, that uh, are EMF blocking, or maybe you can locate EMFs in your house and you can um, get rid of them and basically you know, make your environment, your home environment, less toxic to yourself. And... Um, uh, what's what's next? The next thing I would say is all right. There's also another product that helps with um, blocking your body from absorbing bad uh, frequencies. Uh, let's say 5G, and um, 
maybe my YouTube video would be blocked now. But um, I believe it's Soma Vedic. It seems like it has a good amount of research on it, but I don't know. Uh, really do your, you know, see if, if it's something that's super important to you. And I don't even know how you would measure how effective it is. But, um, but you know, it's, it's a new science for me. And, and basically the, the idea around the Soma Vedic is that it um, produces a frequency that your body absorbs and so that your body doesn't absorb these bad frequencies. That's basically the idea. And it's, it's really interesting. These little rocks and minerals, um, they, they apply electricity to them and it lets out a frequency. I don't think you hear, hear it whatsoever, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of invisible enemies that you don't smell as well. So um, probably doesn't hurt. Some people notice a difference. I mean, uh, again, stick to the foundation. So I, I say NLP, mindset and emotions. Make the most sense to start off with, and then uh, add on from there once you start mastering these things step by step. Uh, I hope that helps Diana, and I also know who this is because um, they are they were very active in the summit, and they and I really appreciate that. I'm sure the other hosts and and and, um, and panelists also appreciate your participation and your and your vigor. So uh, let's see. I think is that the last one. Oh, I need to update this. It's not a spiritual hygiene one. Uh, let me update that. And I did look at these questions uh, because, yeah, those were my lives today. So I had to, I, I got to practice this two or three times before doing this video. So, uh, all right, Maria is asking about. Uh, well, let's let's go with reading the question. So thanks so much for sharing your insights. It's um, there, uh, yeah, is there a way uh, we can come together to create an antidote against the vaccine this, that is apparently toxic, dangerous, and synthetic created to rewrite the DNA or some type of protocol to help remove the toxins injected or deactivated somehow if it's a chip like the magnet on the skin at injection site plus incorporating DMSO uh, to help remove toxins and heavy metals, if vaccines were really necessary, DMSO should be the best way to deliver medicine to the body. It is transdermal and doesn't cause trauma to the nervous system and other dangers will not be added to the vaccine because no one would add mercury knowingly to the skin. All of the vaccine real ingredients need to be known to everyone. Detox is relevant. Our body heals itself. Just wondering if there is a way to counteract the toxins some may be injected with. Thanks again for, for your time. Much love for all you do for others with love for us all and love from us all. Maria, thank you. Um, that was really nice. Um, so let's, let's get into it. It's a big question. I'm going to break this into chunks. It worked uh, better for me last time. Let's see how it goes this time. So um, thanks for sharing your insights. Uh, is, is there a way detox or antidote to the vaccine uh, that is apparently toxic, dangerous, and synthetic, created to rewrite the DNA. Okay, so what she's referring to, I believe, is because um, this new vaccine coming out for the virus that I don't want to mention uh, for fear of censorship, but I will still talk about a lot of other um, topics, even though it's probably going to lead to me being censored. I've already been censored, uh, and my accounts are acting really weird, and and um, 
things like that, which is pretty for crazy because I, I'm uh, pretty under the radar. I don't have you know thousands of followers right now, so uh, it's really uh, what a world. But I really feel morally obligated to speak about these things because the longer we remain silent, the longer people don't find out, and that's why we need. There's more of us than there are of these people who are just manipulating information. So I want you to also speak out. And um, what's the word? Let's, I feel like there's a quote. It was like, speak out even if your voice is trembling, I believe. So um, yeah, so as far, so I think that's what you're talking about. And there's also from Judy Mikovits' book, um, which probably also will get me censored. Uh, they talk about RNA and how these viruses change the DNA over time and how they're less detectable RNA viruses that uh, come from the genetic material that they house viruses in the um, in the vaccines. So, uh, so there's some unintended consequences for using genetic material from other species and from our own species and and pumping that into our bloodstream. So uh, imagine that. Like really, really look into the science of vaccines and see if it if you honestly feel like it's a good idea afterwards. Uh, and uh, of course, don't look into mainstream uh, sources. I mean, look into both. Look into mainstream sources and then look at the other um, bunch of sides of the story. Um, so I believe she's talking about that rewriting the DNA. So is there anything that helps with that? I believe the best thing that helps with that is having a perfectly balanced body because your body is able to, to really handle a lot um, even when something is new and um, uh, you know, if it has the right resources. So, uh, and then there's also protocols and natural herbs and, and remedies, not remedies, but there's natural protocols that you can do to help detox. So let's get into that. So maybe you're also talking about the heavy metals um, and while well, you're talking about the chip, so as well. But we'll get into heavy metals. So heavy metals um, from a vaccine, you can help yourself detox that with the heavy metal protocol. Uh, the protocol is, and this is, I get mine, of course, from Equilibrium Nutrition. It's uh, cilantro, uh, chlorella, and vitamin C, an alkalizing vitamin C, and um, a biofilm disruptor. kind of goes uh, with the mucoid plaque question as well. So um, that's, that's the, yeah, it's already, like, there's plenty of scientific uh, uh, studies that show that's naturally cilantro and chlorella help bind up heavy metals in the body and uh, helps excrete it. So really important to, 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 uh, to do things naturally. It's so crazy that when I mention things are, uh, like this, that I mean, I'm sure you probably get the same thing, that a lot of people will just uh, roll their eyes like, ugh, and obviously that doesn't work. It's uh, petrochemical poisons that that really saved the human species, even though, um, I, and this is a, another funny quote, it's, uh, I believe it's by something Huxley, where it says, Medi medical, um, modern medicine is doing such a great job of making everyone healthy that there's no one healthy left. <laughs> and that was a really old quote. And now our rates for disease is, um, like, I don't know who's not touched by someone who has cancer, for example, or a chronic disease. Uh, kids are, are getting er, um, chronic diseases earlier and earlier in their lives. And, um, and yeah, just the amount of, um, of, they do do such a great job spinning the story. 
Um, so that, that that you sound crazy when you're actually bringing up real science. So it's it's interesting. Uh, so let's go with. All right. So where was I? So magnet. Uh, for yeah, for the chip. As for the chip. I doubt there is very much you could do naturally, but I would think sur surgically would be the only way to um, combat the chip. I mean, and whenever you inject anything that's foreign to the body, there's going to be some type of, um, you know, response over time to it. So just a horrible idea. Um, yeah. Plus uh, DMSO. So DMSO, not an expert in that, so I, I really can't speak to that. Uh, I would definitely, you know, research it more. Maybe read Amanda Vollmer's DMSO book, and if you haven't already, uh, I haven't, so I don't know if it'll help um, provide more answers on that. Uh, really necessary. Yeah, so DMSO. Oh uh, yeah. If okay, so you you would you would you're asking. You're saying basically that if vaccines were really necessary, that you would think a, a better way of delivery than injection would would be used, like a transdermal DMSO. And um, I mean, who knows? Who knows about that? Um, so I, I, I'm not a vaccine expert. I just know the foundational information. Um, and of course, you can always keep expanding on the foundational information. So. Um, so yeah, always keep learning. And, right, and then adding mercury, and that it would be better if people knew the ingredients in a vaccine. I, I absolutely agree that people should be um, looking into what they inject into their body and not just taking someone's word for it. Um, but that is the story that we're given, and it's kind of hard to break out of. Not that it's impossible, and not like... Um, I think people are waking up to that. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've probably seen uh, anti-vaccine quotes and and uh, stuff like that. But whenever I saw it, I was because uh, this is this is new to me. Uh, I'm and I'm always willing to grow and uh, question my beliefs now, but I wasn't before. Um, I probably saw anti-vaccine posts or something on Facebook before. And I really just like, uh-oh, that's that subject. That's some crazy people. That's probably um, what I used to think. And then, uh, then I was just open to it because I got healthy first. I got healthy doing practically the opposite of what uh, mainstream medicine talks about. And, um, and so that really opened me to the concept that uh, we're basically being lied to. Um, obviously the doctors and the nurses aren't willingly lying to us. That's just what they're taught. So the system that they've been taught is basically have, have, they have these huge black holes, uh, of information in those, um, institutions on purpose, I, I feel. And, um, and yeah, so that realization made me a lot more open to, um, to other concepts. So, I mean, even the vibrational thing was actually new to me. And yep, this is the last, the slides, last slide. Um, and I wasn't open to that at the beginning of my health journey, but now I am because I've learned more and more information. The more and more information people learn, the more open they are to, to really um, cool ideas. And, um, and yeah, frequencies, really interesting and quantum mechanics and, and uh, string theory, and, uh, quantum however you want to say that, basically that um, 
our thoughts affect reality. So it's really interesting. Uh, uh, reality is a lot more interesting than people are believing. It's really weird, and you probably feel the same way, Maria, is that the um, that uh, so many people are really stuck with these old, old, old way of thinking, and there's just very inaccurate to how reality actually is that you end up feeling that a bit isolated it, it's like it's kind of like um like if you were alive when uh, doctors used to wear that weird beak <laughs> that weird beak um mask and that was like supposedly the cutting edge of science with the goggles and the beak and like uh so it's kind of like you're seeing that again um just with a different uh, a different um, a skin, a different, um, what do you call it, facade, basically. So anyway, uh, I hope that helps. I'm going to be continuing doing this. And um, and we're only five questions down. I believe we have like something like 30. So um, I hope this helps if I can answer the questions in a little bit better way. I try to do these um, slideshows to make it a little bit uh, more entertaining than just me speaking at a camera for 20 30 minutes. So I uh, hope you enjoy and um, you can see the audio or you can hear the audio version on the Panacea Concept and I will see you guys next time. Bye.